Father, sometimes all I can do is laugh at those who believe that evil Satan and the demonic are greater than your power, strength, and glory. Satan wanted me dead and in hell. And now I can laugh at this evil because you saved me, Lord. You saved me. And by your grace and strength, I will forever be thankful and grateful. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> I'm not sure if that is a clip of Tyson Fury, the heavyweight champ, boxing champion of the world, but that's him laughing. I'm not sure if it's after the Jake Paul defeat that just happened today, but it sure is me laughing at Satan after Jesus saved me. Praise the Lord that we can laugh. We've escaped death sting. And this lion that has sought to devour us every single day of our lives. I am saved by the blood of the Lamb. Praise be to our Savior, Jesus Christ. And at the same time, I can't help to say along with the psalmist in our psalm today, 57, Be merciful unto me, O God, be merciful unto me, for my soul trusteth in thee. Yea, in the shadow of thy wings will I make refuge until these calamities be overpassed. So yes, we can laugh because indeed those of us who know Jesus Christ are saved, but that doesn't mean that the devil is still not a formidable, formidable foe. And it's something that we cannot take lightly. And we must continue to seek the Lord in all things. In all things. To include schooling for our children. I saw a post from Brian Suave on Gab. He says this. He says, sending your kids to public school certainly is sending them to a mission field. The only problem is that their peers and unbelieving teachers are the missionaries, and your ki- your kids will often end up converts. And then he quotes Luke 6.40, A disciple is not above his teacher, but everyone he is fully trained will be like his teacher. Don't sound like the King James to me. But nevertheless, he thinks that our kids are going to be converted to the devil and his ways. Well, the problem... Uh, Brian is this the pro- the problem is that you believe that your God is greater than my God. Now I hope we're serving the same God. I don't want to uh, put you in that position because sometimes we just say things without thinking. But all I know is that my God is all powerful, and all you have to do is start your studies in the Book of Daniel. Just for starters, Daniel one seven is. For these four children, God gave them knowledge and skill and all learning and wisdom. And Daniel had understanding and all visions and dreams. And guess what? They went through the public education system. God had a plan for these four children. So seek him in all things to include your children. Purple Mountain Majesty replied and says, That may be the case with some Christian kids. 
I think most kids are hot house flowers who need to grow their faith under the guidance of parents. I think few Christian kids are successful attending school as a mission field. And this person gets it. And this is why we must always seek God and not man concerning these things. My wife is a public school teacher who understands that the mass majority of her students, poor as they are, will never have the opportunity to be homeschooled or put in a private school, Christian school or whatever, even if they wanted to. And this this doesn't matter if they're Christian or not, even if they wanted to. And as a Christian school graduate herself, she understands that the lions that the psalmist speaks of in verse 4, my soul is among lions, and I lie even among them that are set on fire, even the sons of men whose teeth are spears and arrows and their tongue a sharp sword. She understands as a Christian school graduate that these lions are not just in the public schools. These lions were in her Christian school. When our kids were in school, we have one left. He's going to graduate next year, Lord willing. But as when our kids were growing up and they were in our local public school, my wife was once asked if we prayed about our kids being in a public school. And this was asked by another Christian. And my wife replied, we sure did. And then she asked this Christian, did you pray about homeschooling your children? And the Christian replied, no. Why would I have to? Oh, God help us. Peter Crosby, he, he immediately replied to that, or not long after. He says, why would I have to? You should pray for your children always, no matter where they are. Amen. Peter gets it. And this is why we pray, my friends, thy will be done. It looks like Allison Peoples on Gab is doing exactly that. She replied, she says, I don't think the Department of Education will ever be admonished. So in that vein, I'm going to go ahead and get my teaching certificate. She says, I can infiltrate as much as they can. Oh, praise the Lord. I like Allison. Because we need more Christian teachers. We need more teachers in the public schools. And the Lord is using my wife greatly at at her elementary public school. Not just with the students, but with the staff as well, as she loves them. She loves those students. And she loves that staff. And she shares the gospel with them and prays with them. She may not get an opportunity to pray with the children, but she prays with the staff and she prays for those children. Muddy Waters replied on Gab and said, I quit when I was told I had to use preferred pronouns and accept boys being allowed in the girls' locker room. Well, Muddy Waters, Daniel refused to bow. And speaking of pronouns, I saw this this tweet. It made my night by Dr. Eli David, who was posting this young lady as she was introducing herself and by saying that she used she, her pronouns, and she had this cat in her lap, and this cat just went up and smacked her right when she started saying this stuff about pronouns. Oh, I, I, I must have watched it a hundred times. I just laughed and laughed. I need to laugh. You know, God laughs, and, and I laugh with them, and we just need to laugh sometimes. That's why I was so glad I came across that Fury clip in the opening 
uh, today. We just need to laugh sometimes. Guy Savage, he joined the discussion uh, concerning the schooling, and he replies to Purple Mountain Majesty. He said, this is true, and the analogy with Babylonian exile is intriguing. Because of his faithfulness, God did great things with exceptional people in that period of chastisement. So far away from home and the ideal which he had been established in the law, a communal call to instruct children in the ways of God and the statutes of the law, which ultimately centers upon the home. And he refers, references Deuteronomy chapter 6. And he says, This, to my way of thinking, is more akin to Christian cooperative networks, church schools, and if one can afford them, Christian private schools. However, all schools, like all homes, vary in quality, and none is perfect. Let us also bear in mind that the entire motive of educating Daniel and his friends was not altruism. It was assimilation. Some things never change. Thank God in in the case of these four individuals, it did not take. And the reason it did not take, and I'm sure Guy Savage would agree, was because these children were children of faith. They trusted in the Son of God. So again, for the sake of Christ, I'm not telling any of you that you need to do anything other than what the Lord wants you to do with your children. Because this guy Savage is absolutely correct. Every situation is different. The important thing is that you and I are seeking the will of God for our lives and we are praying thy will be done. You do what the Lord would have you do concerning the schooling of your children and i'll support you you tell me that's what the lord wants you to do and i will support you 100 percent. the problem is is that most of you will not even bother to ask the lord because you think you already have it all figured out now i pray if you listen to after listen to this episode you will seek the lord concerning these things and not only these things but all things now yesterday's episode i talked about a conversation that I had with my daughter, a spiritual conversation in depth on many things. And I had to just post it on Gab. I said, too bad my daughter was a public school student, eh? (laughs) So here we see the root issue. And this root issue has nothing to do with public schools, home schools, Amish schools, or private schools. It has everything to do with Christ first father schools. Full Armor Farm had posted a timely post today. And it's a screenshot of him and his son reading from their Bibles. And they were reading in the book of Ruth 2.12. The Lord recompense thy work and a full reward be given thee of the Lord God of Israel, under whose wings thou art come to trust. And then he says, finished Judges and Ruth this morning. My oldest son, six, explained to everyone what gleaning was. (laughs) I love it. Praise the Lord. And I'll tell you this, fathers, do not hate. Just replicate. Do not hate the fact that this man is spending time with his son in the word of God. Just replicate it. And, And we all could do better, for sure. I'm always looking at ways to be able to share the gospel and to be able to Uh, uh, train my children and to have these conversations with them i was so glad to have that conversation yesterday with my daughter all i know is this my friends is that my god is more powerful than the public school gods that many fear and then meanwhile 
on social media, on Twitter, witchcraft was trending today. Elon Musk must have got that one going. He says, why can't witchcraft defeat inflation? And I reply, because their usury wand would disappear. Job 24, 13 in our reading, they are of those that rebel against the light. They know not the ways thereof, nor abide in the paths thereof. So pray for Elon. Maybe he'll come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ instead of asking such questions. So all I'm going to tell you is this. Take this to the schoolhouse. Take this to the schoolhouse. We need Christ first schools that are ran by our fathers teaching the word of God. It's not the responsibility of the church. It's not the responsibility of the Christian school, the Amish school, the private school, the co-op school. It's our responsibility, men, to teach our children. So do not be surprised when powerful men ask these type of questions. (laughs) Why can't witchcraft defeat inflation? God help us. God help us. But this is nothing new. We read in Exodus today, 7 and 11, Then Pharaoh also called the wise men and the sorcerers, now the magicians of Egypt. They also did in like manner with their enchantments. Nothing new. And if you graduated from a Christian school and you believe that your sin smells any prettier than the sin of a public school graduate, uh, do you believe that your death will be any more special if you die without Christ? (laughs) Sin is sin. Death is death. And an eternity in hell is an eternity in hell. Jesus made this clear in Luke 13, 1 through 2. There were present at the, that season some that told him of the Galileans who, whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. And Jesus answering said unto them, Suppose ye that the Galileans were sinners above all the Galileans because they suffered such things. Here we see that God is not concerned about the manner in which we will die. He is concerned with us dying without him. Certain of these Galileans were massacred and their blood was offered with sacrifices. Eighteen in Siloam were crushed by a tower. Jesus simply stated that they were sinners just like the ones who shared these events with him. The fact that their appointment for death had arrived. Our appointment's coming too. The the question is, do you know Jesus? Verse 4, or those 18 upon whom the tower And Siloam fell and slew them. Think you that they were sinners above all men that dwell in Jerusalem? Then Jesus said twice to repent without a stutter or die in sin without him. In Luke 13, 3 and 5, I tell you nay, but except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. I tell you nay, but except you repent, you shall all likewise, likewise perish. Death will come, my friends. It's going to come. Just keep walking for Christ until it arrives. Job 24.1 Why, seeing times are not hidden from the Almighty, do they, do they that know him not see his days? Keep walking for Christ, Christian. Keep walking for Christ. Verse 33 in Luke 13, Nevertheless, I must walk today and tomorrow and the day following, for it cannot be that a prophet perish out of Jerusalem. This is exactly what Jesus did. When they told him that Herod wanted them dead, he said, I will walk today. I will walk tomorrow and the day following. Just keep walking. 
Walking and Laughing, which brings us to the title of today's episode number 57, Just Keep Walking and Laughing. I pray that this episode of Gospel was a blessing to you. And if you would like to become a team member of this Christ work, simply pray. Pray that God would use this podcast mightily for his glory. Share the episodes wherever you can and support with a subscription if you're able to do so. We are in this together, Christ friends. Keep up the good fight.